Howdy. I'm Kate Cavanaugh, and you're listening to The Groundwork Podcast. This begins an exploration of connectedness, looking at our own nature through the lens of nature. Mind, body, and soil. Hello, everyone. I know that it's been a minute, which honestly was not intentional. It was just something that happened in the midst of me having an incredibly busy December. And while I had interviews, I actually just really wanted to get stocked up before we made this really big announcement. But Before I get into that, let me say first that from here on out, you can count on there being a new episode in your, in wherever you listen to podcasts each and every week. But, and this is the really exciting news that I want to talk about, it will now be under the name Mind, Body, and Soil. So... This has been an incredibly hard decision, but I just kept getting pinged that the tagline of the Groundwork podcast, Mind, Body, and Soil, was supposed to be the name of the podcast. And while I so resonate with the mission of what it means to lay the groundwork, and we're still going to incorporate that, I really felt that having the title Mind, Body, and Soil would help people better connect with what the podcast was about and have an easier time finding it. And it just kept nagging at me. And sometimes these things that are constantly tugging at us, constantly nagging at us, are invitations for us to trust our intuition. And so I am leaning into that intuition and starting next week, next Tuesday, when you tune in, the name will be Mind, Body, and Soil. I I can't tell you how much I appreciate you're coming on this journey with me and the Groundwork podcast, and I just know you're going to love this iteration, and I want to give you that heads up so you know where to find it because it's going to be in the M section and not the G section, but we're going to keep the artwork similar for a little bit, and then there's just going to be a big old rebrand. And so that is one of my really big announcements. Now, one of the reasons that I was so busy in December was because I was traveling to Rome Ranch in Fredericksburg, Texas to do a live butchery demo with Force of Nature Meats, which I'll talk about a little bit in this episode and also in a later episode. But I was also doing something pretty wild. So my husband, Josh, and I are opening up a new concept in Denver, Colorado, on the new CSU Spur campus in Denver, uh, and it is going to be a Western Daughters Kitchen. This has been underway for over two and a half years, and it finally, finally soft opens on January 7th with a full menu coming in February. Now, One of the things that we were most excited about was to take the ethos of our butcher shop, Western Daughters in Denver, where we do all local regeneratively raised, 100% grass fed and finished beef and lamb and pasture raised pork and chicken. And we're really careful about our ingredients for products like sausages and broth and any of our cooked foods that they are free of seed oils, 
refined sugars and gluten. And we really wanted to bring this into a an actual restaurant concept. And we were lucky enough to partner with CSU, which at first blush is maybe a little bit at a difference with Western Daughters. Um, But I think it's really cool in that way to work with someone who has a a different concept of agriculture, but has made so much space for us to just do whatever we want and to hold things exactly as we see fit. And so this will be a fast casual concept with bowls where you can go and you can get something that will be seed oil free, refined sugar free, local and because we're in the hydro building on this campus where it's all about water all of our food stuff is going to take water into consideration it's not going to be a perfect system but if you listen to my podcast with heather hansman way way back in the beginning you'll know that water in the west is quite an issue and so we really wanted to take this concept as an opportunity for us to explore water input on a variety of ingredients we're used to seeing. And so Western Daughter's Kitchen is going to have a full bar where we will do dry farmed wines and be considerate of how water inputs are used in the growing of grains. And it will be all organic liquor, which is crazy. Um, I know I'm not a drinker, but this is something that we're offering to the public. And we will also have a coffee bar where we are focusing on seasonally grown coffee, which is going to, those coffee varietals are going to require less water as they're grown in the correct season. So we'll sort of move through different places based on seasonality. And then we won't be offering the same alternative milks that people are used to, where it takes one gallon of water to grow a single almond in California. We will be opting for house-made and lower impact alternative milks in addition to, and this is what I'm really excited about, uh, a fully pasture-raised A2A2 milk for coffee. And then we will have bowls that will come with a variety of options, an incredible burger, and a full bone broth bar. And so this is a this is a big deal for us. And my husband is actually in Denver opening it up right now as we speak. And so that is what has been underway for me, but it is not going to affect the podcast. In fact, we have a wild year of incredible guests coming up and it's actually going to start off with, and this really surprised me, a deep dive into the history of our food system. And this wasn't something that was intentional, but it sort of came through. And I really appreciate the opportunity to be present with whatever is in the ether. And this historical perspective in our food system came through three guests. And so we're just going to kind of fire back to back this whole history of the food system, start our year off right, and then we'll dive into a host of really exciting guests. We're going to cover more topics around health, around death, around pregnancy and around farming always and just so much for the new year so I'm really excited about that perfect so let's talk about the new year 
right? I, I do want to briefly talk about this. And I'll tell you up front, this podcast isn't going to be super duper polished. I didn't have some glorious grand plan. And so this is going to be a little bit rift, a little bit imperfect, which is perfect because I'm going to start this off by talking about some of my own issues with resistance. And I think that the new year is a great time to explore this concept of just what resistance means. Now, I wouldn't be Kate here at the Almost Mind, Body, and Soil podcast if I didn't pause to give you a couple of dictionary definitions of a word that we were exploring. And so resistance is defined as the act of fighting against something or refusing to accept something or a force that acts to stop the progress of something or make it slower. But in this case, it's really important to recognize that we are the agents of refusing to accept something or... The, we are the force that acts to stop the progress of ourselves. And resistance is something that I really explored earlier this year as it related to this podcast. And so the idea for the Mind, Body, and Soil podcast has been in my heart for over, it had been in my heart for over five years when I launched in, in March. And I just kept making all of these different excuses for why I wasn't good enough, smart enough, articulate enough, ready enough, uh, that I had enough energy, that I had a stable enough financial situation, that I was creative enough. I mean, just all of these ideas of all of the different ways of how I wasn't enough to move forward into this dream. And within that, I had this idea that there was a point of expansion at which I would be ready to launch this podcast. And I kept thinking that I would hit it. And sometime around the end of 2021, I realized that wasn't going to happen. That I was never going to be the person that I imagined being, that I was never going to be expanded enough or ready enough to take on this concept. And underlying all of that was fear. It was fear of failure and my own childhood wounds around not being enough that had perpetuated into adulthood. And while I'm not going to unpack the entirety of that right here, there was so much fear and this idea that I would step into this magical person. And what I realized in all of this was that sometimes we wait to expand and grow before we step into our big dreams. But more often than not, it is when we step into our big dreams, before we feel ready, before we feel like enough, that that expansion and growth happens where we become that person that we had imagined being in this situation. We need these containers of stepping into, right, it's it's almost kind of like a goldfish, stepping into a tank that is too big for you and growing to fit that size of that tank. And I think in a similar vein right now, outgrown groundwork and I'm stepping into mind, body, and soil because so much growth turned on for me the second I stepped into this dream. 
And I really want to highlight that, you know, some of my biggest fears, number one, that I wouldn't have enough energy as somebody that is recovering from chronic illness, uh, that has a persistent autoimmune issue. I have struggled with energy in the past and I wondered how I would find enough energy to execute this podcast. And I found that when I started it, I had even more energy because I was doing exactly what was in my heart and what I was so excited for. I didn't feel like I would be good enough, good enough at interviewing, which is a skill that you kind of have to learn on the fly. You can't sit back and do a hundred interviews before you put something out there. And I found that I'm learning on the fly. I've also found that I am articulate enough. And when I'm not, it's not the end of the world. And so all of these things, all of this perfectionism that I had held for so many years actually began to just fade into the background as I went after these super big dreams. And I found that I was able to release podcasts that didn't feel perfect and just let them be good enough and clips that didn't feel perfect and just let them be good enough. And that that momentum just kept building more and more energy for me to create more. And so as we sit here on the cusp of 2023, I want you to imagine that maybe maybe you're never going to be ready for your big dreams. And maybe you will only be ready when you step into them, when you take that first step off the cliff. I know that's something that my husband and I have said about business over the years is that a lot of it is about sort of jumping off a cliff and building your parachute on the way down. That we can never build a plan that is comprehensive enough to carry us. That we just have to figure it out. And there is honestly no space to figure it out like when you've stepped into it and you have your back against the wall and you are motivated to figure it out and so that is part of what I really want to start this idea of the new year with is that there is resistance and so much of resistance can be overcome by just putting one foot in front of the other and that is what I did this last year with the podcast and it has grown exponentially Now, the other little piece of this that I want to address is falling and getting back up. When I hit pause a little bit unintentionally on the podcast at the beginning of December, I kind of fell down. I lost all of that incredible momentum and I was amazed at how much it just kind of poof vanished overnight that I felt like I was on this great pace and this great trajectory. And as soon as I let one week slip, I could feel how quickly that dream could just slip away. And that was really incredible to me. And I think it speaks to how much entropy and momentum really keep something going. And so it is just with the intention that that doesn't happen again, that I'm walking into this new year and holding space for myself to fall and get back up. I default into a freeze response in trauma where when I'm feeling anxious or when something gets my goat, my go-to response is just to freeze in place. And I think that happened a little bit this past winter with the podcast where I just kind of locked up and didn't feel able to just put some imperfect stuff out there because I had all of these perfect dreams about relaunching as mind, body, and soil. 
But the trick here is that over the years, I've gotten faster and faster over how long I freeze and being able to get back up. And one of the most beautiful practices that a coach gifted to me, her name is Janira Martinez, and she's amazing, is this dance of picking a piece of music or a couple of pieces of music and allowing yourself to just fall and get back up and to build the physical muscle memory of what it means to just continually fall and get back up, fall and get back up, because this is what's going to happen in life. We are going to fall down. We are going to freeze. We are going to meet ourselves in these moments of deep resistance And we're just going to have to get back up. So remember that as you go into the new year. Now, I want to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions because I think that these have become so uncool. And part of why they've become uncool is this idea of really slowing down and going through these deep seasons of rest. And winter is seasonally a time for introspection and rest as the sun is at its lowest point in the year and the days are the shortest. It invites us to receive more sleep. Our melatonin actually rises during this time so that we can sleep more. And there is, especially in farm work, this idea that this is a time for rest. And something I've been reflecting on is that there are seasons of rest and seasons of work. Sometimes these literally correspond seasonally, that winter is more of a time of rest while summer is more of a time of work. But at other times, our seasons of life might not match up to the seasons of the earth. I'm in one of those spaces where my husband and I decided in November that we were committing ourselves to six to 12 months of grinding work that we really wanted to build systems and build foundations so that our dreams could continue to grow into the future. And some of our businesses needed more nurturing and some of them needed more just carrying on and some of them are new businesses that we're building. And so this for us is really a deep season of work. But as I caught myself in it, you know, and I get I get a little bit caught between two different communities, the sort of carnivore, I'm going to call it the carnivore bro community, and this nourishing, slow living community. And in that nourishing, slow living community, I kept seeing repeated these messages around take time to rest and take time for your nervous system and take time to just to just be like you don't have to be a human doing. You are a human being. I love these messages. They are good messages. However, I don't think that they reflect where some of us might be in our lives when we are in a season of deep work and needing to work either from a financial perspective or needing to work and wanting to work from a building perspective. Or maybe, like is the case for me, it's a little bit of both. And so what I've come back to is how can I support 
my moments of rest within this season of work? How can I support my nervous system best I can within this season of really big work? And what I've come to is that my sleep hygiene has to be impeccable. And so for me, that's been going to bed and getting up at the same time every single day. No blue light at night. And that means if I'm working on my computer, I'll use software like Iris to redshift my computer and then I'll wear blue blockers on top of that. It means that I'm making sure my meal timing corresponds in a way that is going to be most conducive to sleep, that I'm sleeping in a dark room. And one of the most important things for me personally is that I have at least an hour at the end of the evening to come down before rest. And so making sure that every aspect of that is is truly built into my system. And then making sure that I'm supporting my nervous system with breath work, with meditation, with making sure that I'm breathing while I'm answering emails and making sure that I'm participating in community, especially because my husband and I are going to be apart here and there during this time while I run things on the farm and he runs things in Denver. So how can I tap deeper into my community during this time? And so just to recap, I think that it's so important when we embark on seasons of work, and this might be the work that we do that brings income in or the work that we do on ourselves, that there are seasons of it and that sometimes they don't correspond with the the actual seasons of earth and it's about finding those bits of rest of nervous system work in our grind and our hustle. And I also want to say here, there is nothing wrong with the hustle. Sometimes we hustle to build our dreams. And I think that we are in a culture that goes through these deep pendulations of swinging from one end to the other. That 2015's deep hustle culture has become 2022's rest culture. But the truth for most of us is going to lay somewhere in the middle. And so I encourage you to find that middle. Another piece of this that is pretty uncool is making New Year's resolutions. I don't know if you've noticed this on social media and everybody talking about it, but New Year's resolutions are out. It's the Gregorian calendar. It doesn't line up with when we're really, you know, kind of emerging from the cocoon in spring and all of these different things. But for me, you know, my birthday, the winter solstice, New Year's all falls within a week of one another. And this has always been a time for me to think about what it means to consider where I've been, to audit myself, and to look at what is and isn't serving me, to explore what a friend calls, am I on an inhale or an exhale of life, and to set some intentions for the new year. I think that Whenever we decide to make these starts, there is something to be said for the ritual of evaluating where you are and where you want to be. And packed within that is always going to be some actionable items, which is all a resolution is. It's just these are things that I want to work on with myself to 
get to where I'm going, to improve something about my life, to shift something. And I don't think that this has to be viewed negatively, either by its timing or by who we are as people. Like I want to grow and part of growth is assessing and changing. So I actually really appreciate the new year as a time to set some intentions and some resolutions. I usually revisit a couple of different books at this time of year in order to really just get in the mood. I always revisit Atomic Habits by James Clear, Deep Work by Cal Newport, and recently actually my friend Anthony released an incredible audit for the new year that I am going to be using this year and for every year forward. And I'll link to all of these in the show notes. But I think that this is a time for many of us to explore that. And so some of my resolutions that I'll talk about here, just so you can hear that reflection. um, This year, I really want to readjust my posture. Um, I have some kyphosis in my upper back, which means that my spine is rounding towards my neck um, from years of, honestly, it's several different things. Part of it is stress response and a desire to protect myself. And in protecting myself, I have rounded my shoulders and that has become habitual. Um, Additionally, as a child, I had really large breasts. I had breast reduction at 17, where I was a 32G at the time. I think it was a 30G at the time. And I always wanted to hide my breasts. And so that, that really added to that hunching. And I'm beginning to notice it. And this is something that I really want to change. And I've noticed that physical habits are much harder to change than a habit of what you do in the morning or, you know, something like that. And James Clear talks a lot about habit stacking and replacing habits and all of these different things. But posture is posture is a little bit different than that. So that's one of my big ones. Intentional movement. So I haven't talked about this much, but I am a yoga teacher and I did a lot of group exercise when I lived in cities. And when we moved to the farm, I went through some health issues and then we were farming and I was getting 10,000 steps a day and all of that felt really great. And I kind of lost touch with an intentional movement practice outside of farming. And this is something I really want to get back to in 2023. And the third thing that I'll share, there's, there's more on the list, but the third thing that I'll share is that I want increased mental organization. Now, as I'm embarking on sort of managing three different businesses that all have very different needs, helping my husband manage those as well as managing the farm and working on our house more in 2023, I found that I really need some strong systems in place in order to keep me on track on a day-to-day and week-to-week basis and to make sure that I feel mentally organized and that I am employing all the systems that help me stay on track. Things like time blocking and list making and journaling and meeting with my husband on a weekly basis. And so this is a really big one for me in 2023. Um, The last thing I kind of just really want to quickly touch on is I went out to Texas uh, to Rome Ranch with Taylor and Katie Collins, who you'll hear on this podcast sometime here in 2023, to do an on-farm bison harvest and it was my most special moment of 2020 
too, which is saying something because 2022 had a lot of really special moments for me. And I couldn't believe who I was during that time. And I think that often happens during travel and the experience of novelty, where we make new connections in our brain and new connections with ourselves. And I really, when I came home, I really wanted to keep this ember of the Kate that I found in these big moments, which I'll I'll talk about soon here on the podcast. But the Kate that I found in these big moments, I really wanted to keep her going. It was like this little ember of selfhood that I wanted to nourish. And it's hard to fan the flames of that new ember of self. And as we embark on the new year and we all sort of build these tiny fires, right? Like as we as we gather all of our kindling and we light this little fire and we start to get these little embers burning, It takes work to maintain that fire of growth and to keep it with enough oxygen to really begin to be this big flame. And so I just want this to be a space where you can find that oxygen, that life, that bellows, that keeps the fire growing and a place to really cultivate that ember of new self. And like anything else, I think that in our in ourselves, we go through birth and death cycles, that there is the death of versions of ourself and the rebirth of stepping into what we want to be. And so with 2023, I am just wishing you the most aligned new year and the biggest death and rebirth of self if that's what you're looking for or whatever it takes to stoke the fire of your dreams the ability to step into those dreams even even if you're not ready and it's okay if you're not ready and I cannot wait to meet you in the new mind body and soil podcast space in this new year I really want to thank each and every one of you for getting curious with me. More than anything, since I started this podcast back in March, it has been driven by curiosity, but what I didn't expect was that it would be matched in your curiosity. And it is with that curious and seeking and searching and drive that I am beginning this year and this new iteration of the podcast with you and for you. And I hope that you feel, I hope you feel a sense of ownership in this space because truly it is a co-creation between us. And it is just, it is my, it is my greatest honor to be sitting in this seat. And so I just want to thank each and every one of you for showing up for the Groundwork podcast. And I am so excited to see where this next year takes us. Please always feel free to reach out and let me know what's on your mind and what you're curious about and what you want to hear more of. And it would just be, we'll just keep co-creating together. 
Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful new year and expect we're just gonna, we're gonna hit the ground running because I am too tired of waiting for the perfect way to relaunch this mind, body, and soil dream. And so we're just gonna, we're just gonna dive in both feet, stumble around in there, fall, get back up and just do the thing. Thank you again. And I can't wait to be with you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Groundwork Podcast. If what you heard today resonated with you, may I ask that you share it with your friends or leave us a review? This helps others find Groundwork. If you're looking for more, you can find us at groundworkcollective.com and at Groundwork Collective on Instagram. I would like to give a very special thank you to China and Seth Kent of the band All Right, All Right for clips from the beautiful song Over the Edge from their album, The Crucible. You can find them at All Right, All Right on Instagram and wherever you listen to music. <laughs>